Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror. I know you're having second thoughts about meeting us up in Canada for this reunion thing. I mean, it's been like three years. I'm not really the same person I was in high school. I was really hoping to see you before you go back. Tell your wife. I'll call you next week and let you know. It's good to see you. I'm glad you can make it, man. I thought you were going to be gone for the whole 18 months and miss out on the festivities. I'm thanking RPG for that. It's the phone! Dead wait! This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest tonight is director Ben Batchelder of that up-and-coming gem. Well, it's not up-and-coming. It is a gem. Deep River, the island. How you doing, Ben? Pretty good. How are you doing, man? Great. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank you for sending me a copy to view for my podcast. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> what a great podcast. Thank you. you have a ball. Well, I want to tell you something, um... There's a lot of horror fans that are zombie fans, and I'm a zombie fan, and I don't care how much each one costs. I just love the idea of different aspects, different storylines. You know, some of them bounce back and forth with each other, but yours is quite different. Um, one, it's in Canada. Now, there is quite a few other Canadian zombie films. You have Bong the Dead, and you have Dead Genesis. So Canada is making a big push for the zombie world. <laughs> Yes, indeed, and I think we even snagged uh, George Romero from Pennsylvania. Sorry, <laughs> we stole him. I think it's in between because I'll I'll just go off like I do on the commentaries. Um, but uh, uh, well, I was at a point in my life where I uh, was living out in Las Vegas, working in news, um, working on short films with friends and family, and um, not liking it. Always wanted to move to LA and work on movies there. You know, typical story. Right. Guy from Canada, went to college down in the States, and I'm a dual citizen, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, um, eventually moved to L.A., and I'm working on, like, B-action movies with Frank Stallone and Damien Chapa made for Mexican release movies. And they were all great and fun, and I learned a lot, but it was just, uh, you know, I was lacking something, so I just, I needed to do it for myself. You know, maybe it was just... Uh, too young, naive, thinking, oh, I could do better than this. But it was that attitude that just drove me 
to get to the point of like I need to do this for myself and uh, my wife Susan at the time you know was like okay well let's do it my brother-in-law got on board um, all my friends were always on board with you know short films and stuff we're like yeah let's let's go for it but we could never we always wrote projects to shoot around Las Vegas or in California with locations we knew we might be able to get and with friends we could help with like lighting gear and all that stuff on very very low budget even absolutely no budget just time and it always fell through somebody fell through the script fell through the location fell through the equipment fell through something always happened and it was driving us nuts me mainly i know it was, it was <laughs> so it was like okay what are we going to do like I'm from a little town in Canada, Deep River. It's 4,200 people. I my dad has a boat. I'm sure we can get a few people on board, you know, to be zombies through Facebook. My aunt owns an island that's not being used. It's just kind of run down. Has an Evil Dead type old cabin on it that's just falling apart. We can control all that. Let's keep this really small and. and go up there and shoot so I, I talked a bunch of people into it then I put a uh, Facebook ad on for zombies I like of all the horror genres I always like zombie movies so do I I'm not really a big vampire fan me either you know uh, fuck the Twilight can I say fuck yes I you agree can me I agree okay <laughs> even though my nieces will hate me for saying that they love Ed Pattinson oh, or whatever whatever please. Robert yeah, okay. Edward. It makes me want to wear a dress. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, and like Frankenstein, yeah, werewolf, eh, not really. I am a True Blood fan, but not really, you know, if I was going to do it, it had to be zombies. Right. So, and, you know, we couldn't get any names or anything, so, like, let's make a horror film. I'm not the, you know, the grow-up, die-hard horror fan, that's it, that's all. I've just been a movie fan, period, my entire life. Right. Like, I like sci-fi. I was a big Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Stallone fan growing up. Me too. Yeah, everything. So, I just, okay, no budget. We need nudity. We need, uh, horror is easy. You know, if, if anybody's going to buy it, they're going to buy a horror with maybe some nudity and some... If it is cheesy, maybe it can... <laughs> It can pawn off successfully anyway. Well, I want to tell you something, yeah. Ben. I love cheesy, so go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, you'll get a lot of cheese and deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I do get laughs. I do get laughs from my own film to this day, but I also do cringe at moments. But I know the the, the stories behind going through this, so maybe that's maybe that's part of it too. I don't know. But uh, where the hell was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk a few friends into coming up to Canada with me. I'm like, yeah, you'll love it. You know, let's just go do this on nothing. Very naive. Let's shoot it in a week. Yada yada yada. We got the camera. We got people. We'll get people on. You know, not even talent. We'll just find people on Facebook, even if they're local. And then uh, that was in May. That was actually I posted that Facebook ad looking for zombies May twentieth, two thousand eight. And within a week, we had like 350 people just dying to be zombies, helping out in any way possible. And I, I didn't think that was going to happen at all. Oh. I didn't think anybody was going to see this. 
So then my brother-in-law, George, got involved. I'm like, holy shit, let's, this is, this is bigger than we thought. Uh, let's write a better script. Our original script was gonna be like, a small little crew shooting a short, short little shitty zombie movie on an island during an actual zombie apocalypse. And like the real zombies get mixed up with extra zombies in our shitty little shoot. And we don't know who's real, who's who's dead, who's alive. So we're just killing everybody in big comedy and going nuts. Right. Um, that we, that 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 does sound interesting, though. <laughs> I, you know what? Since we showed at uh, Erie Horror Fest last year in Erie, Pennsylvania, I found out it's been done. I don't know how well I didn't get to catch that film. Sadly, I really do want to catch the film. I forget the name of it, but. It played. I think it was like Run, Run or Kill, Zombie Run or something like that. Oh but, really? Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, I will. I'm sure it's on the 2010 Erie Horror Fest uh, <laughs> thing, or maybe Greg Rop, who runs the the show, will will know about it. Um, but that was our original idea, and then when I saw that, I was like, oh, cool. I got to check this out. But we were really too busy partying or doing something else <laughs> at that <laughs> festival you know it's a sad thing you don't get to catch every movie there <laughs> uh, you know they're doing press stuff or whatever but anyway back to the story like I said I'm ranting no right I've been drinking so <laughs> <laughs> um anyway George I think George I just go up to like George we need a bigger story than this we wrote this very small beans. I need your help. I've never written a script before. I know he hasn't either, but I just need somebody to push me to get there. I don't care if it's a... And we we were really going into this naive, uh, Lee. <laughs> like, we were just so sick of everything falling apart that I think we rushed into this film too quickly sometimes. But uh, it is what it is, and... Uh, I I am proud of what we we walked away with, but it took a lot of work. Um, we spent the next three or four weeks since we got that Facebook group writing a, ten, a completely different script involving the town of Deep River more without even knowing if we had the town secure, like no permission, no permits or anything. Um, so we're calling the you know the town and saying. Hey, can we shoot here? I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'm like, that's never been done here, and we've got so many people on Facebook interested. And you know, this is small town with a lot of, sorry to say, it old people with nothing really for the younger generation in this town to do. So we uh, we just kind of brought that excitement for one summer. Right. Plus, there was uh, what we have up here in Deep River every other year, um, and it happened the summer of 2008. Was a thing called Summerfest. Anybody who's ever from Deep River tries to come back. It's kind of like a little reunion, and it's, it's such a small town that everybody does know everybody else. Um, anybody I went to high school with would come back just to see their folks, if they're still here, and party at this Summerfest. Right. Big town jamboree kind of thing, right down in the middle of town. Beer tents, live music. Um, they try to get some bee musical names, you know, maybe if it's only Canadian bands, but we get some good bands. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, we'd ask them, like, can we shoot there and, like, involve you in, you know, in all these, like, fireworks and all that that you see in the film. That was all just free shooting there, kind of. I like, in the Summerfest scene, even though it comes across what I call Dawson's Creek, Ish, and I hated that show too. So <laughs> I wasn't. <Me> too. <laughs> I wasn't going for the Dawson's Creek, but I call it the Dawson's Creek moment in the film. <laughs> it, it didn't edit any other way, and like, oh god, well, uh, this is what we're stuck with. Hopefully, people will forgive me. It's the first film. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I'm the one that tears this movie apart over anybody else, and you'll learn that real quick if you haven't already learned that. Watch the commentaries on the DVD. You'll you'll know. Okay. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We take the work seriously, but ourselves not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, our Dawson's Creek moment. Um, I tried to just. I told Clayton, our our DP, our director of photography, just shoot it all. Like these guys are just coming into town. This was like our first day of shooting here just really get drunk really get stoned really whatever do whatever you do <laughs> oh, God. and uh they all got to know each other at one big party right there that night and it was all real so I, I i'd like to refer to it as uh how dennis hopper shot the the mardi gras scenes in easy rider ah. he just brought a bunch of friends with cameras down and just shot it and lost his mind <laughs> kind of during that scene if you watch some documentaries speaking about it but um, that's what I'd like to refer to it instead of the Dawson's Creek but it's more Dawson's Creek than Easy Rider right <laughs> <laughs> and I've lost my place again where the hell am I going from here suckiest interview ever no <laughs> Sorry, no. Man. no you're, you're talking about the fireworks hmm <laughs> So yeah, they had fireworks, everything. Like, if <laughs> I know we we rushed on story, we rushed on casting, we rushed on everything on this film. But what I I went into the film, and I think I learned this on every other film I've ever worked on. Like, and, you know, <laughs> I like it to a point, but I need to learn story more. <laughs> like the. The preciousness of story. Uh, I did not want to settle on lack of production value. So, thankfully, the town just let us shoot everywhere. They shut down streets for us. Summerfest let us shoot there. We shot fireworks and yada, yada, yada. And, like, I think overall, for what we actually spent on the film, like the little amount we spent on the film, we didn't pay any actors. We didn't pay anything but food and travel, really. Right. Um, I think we got a ton of production value that other films in our budget range would not have got. You know, they're probably one location, or you know, and I've seen those films. Like they're good. They're they're probably better stories than what we have. But I'm proud of our production value, if not anything else. And that probably makes me sound like a really shitty director or a better <laughs> producer, which I also believe. <laughs> uh, but who knows what the future will bring. Uh, yeah, so... Where was I? Good God, this... I'm... I'm you said don't be nervous, but... Oh. 
<laughs> no, I'm having a good time. You're having uh, fun. Don't worry about it. But so, now, yeah. Go ahead. You want to stop me? And no, well, I was going to say, or? now, I, you, you mentioned about the town left you shoot everywhere. Now, there's a scene in the movie, I'm just going to say what's not, I don't want to give anything away, but the grocery store scene. Yes. Now, they actually closed that down, or was that after closing hours? That was after closing hours. You know, this, coming from Vegas during writing the movie Back to Deep River, it's a real culture shock. Not so much for the cast, but like for everybody who's from Vegas, where nothing closes, everything closes at 6 p.m. in Canada. Beer stores. Really? And we're like Pennsylvania, you know, beer distributor, liquor distributor. You can't just buy it in the in the grocery stores like anywhere else, and things close at 6 p.m. sharp. Wow. Everywhere. And Sundays, they don't even open. But the grocery store was owned by a guy named Bert Fleury. Now, originally, I won't say the name of the corporation that own, really owns the company. Well, he owns that franchise of a bigger corporation in Ontario. I don't know if it's all across Canada, but he said corporate said no you can't shoot here but if you can erase the name of corp- the corporate logo we'll allow you to uh, I'll allow you to shoot in the, in, the, in the store after hours so every time you see us shooting there we're just shooting after 6pm on until like opening really he just kind of let us have free range of his, his of his grocery store sorry I'm hiccuping I'm drinking every day. <laughs> um but this is only because I think uh, this is Bert Flurry. I grew up right next door, literally right next door to him, um, for a couple of years growing up in my teens. So I'm like, hey, how you how you doing? Like I said, everybody in Deep River knows everybody else. Right. Like you could really help us out. We really need the production value, like I said, and like uh, we need this location for the script that we wrote. Um, so can you like all other locations? There was two other major locations in town that could have let us shot and shoot they just said no and Bert was like a total trooper his whole family just like yeah go ahead man if you can take out his last name's Flurry so we just it was either F Smart we'd name it in the movie you know an evil dead wink or just Flurry so I, I figure we'll give him the, the nod that's cool <laughs> instead but yeah it was, it was it was cool he let us shoot um, probably a week solid in that store overnight, just trashing the place. But we didn't actually really ask him permission to trash the place. Our motto during the making of the movie was better to ask for forgiveness than to ask permission. Oh, well. and it worked for us. <laughs> <laughs> he he doesn't hate us. That's cool. He enjoys the film. I think so. I think. I hope. I <laughs> oh, should. Who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah. Now. uh I don't know, I'll go on. Like, the town was just super cool. We shot in a pharmacy here in town that you know, let us hop behind the drug counter and mess with the prescription drugs. I see that. Really, <laughs> if you really pause the movie, I think he's, uh, and I know it's mentioned in the uh, the guy's commentary on the DVD, it's like, if you really pause the uh, the movie, the medications he's actually grabbing off the, con- the counter is like herpes medication or or osteoporosis medication but it was it was just kind of cool like really you're going to let us shoot back here like you trust us this is cool 
Yeah. Like, and living in L.A. or Las Vegas where they want permits for anything and $600 a day just to run across in front of this restaurant, like, I, it, it was blowing me away. Like, really? Really? Cool. <laughs> well, All right. <laughs> well, you mentioned about the prescriptions. Now, that next scene after that, I mean, there's, there's, there's a reason why they went in that drugstore. Now, I'm going to hypothetically try and say this to you without giving the movie away. Okay. But there's a scene in the movie right after that that my son came in here was watching with me a little bit. My father-in-law was here watching it with me. And my two-year-old grandson came in the room, right, because he wanted his daddy, right? So he doesn't quite understand what he's seeing. So he was watching this movie, and he actually was watching it. I mean, he didn't, you know, I was, I was quite surprised. And then the one scene where after they come back from the drugstore, they have to do something, okay? And when she started screaming, right, my grandson started bawling and screaming because she was screaming. That was so funny. I mean, he just started wailing. Oh, my God. Apparently, he didn't like her screaming like that, apparently. (laughs) That was funny. That is fantastic. I love making kids scream. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Well, actually, yes, I do. We look at him like, and nephews will agree to that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an evil person. Uh, but it was, it was just it was just humorous because he was quiet the whole time, and all of a sudden, when she started screaming, and she started screaming, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tears come wow. out of his eyes and everything. So, holy cow, Tim, you might want to take him out of here. Hey, we're getting some true emotion out of this mm. film. All right. <laughs> oh I'm man. Sorry. But, you know, all in all, Ben, um, I love the film. I mean, I thought it was, you know, coming from a viewer's standpoint, we see the film differently than what you see it, obviously. Um, I'm not real critical on on low-budget films because you can't be too critical because you have to basically have to do your review on the amount of money spent to make the film, obviously. I mean, a lot of, a lot of reviewers don't see it that way. But my beliefs are each movie has their own value. I mean, the rating comes out the same. But, Absolutely, yeah. But you know what I mean? I, you know, let's say yours costs 3000 or whatever, okay? You know, I take that $3,000 value of that film and what you had to make. Now that I know more about the film, I'm glad I gave it a grade like I did because it was a damn good film. And it's more impressive when the story that you that you just told me that I didn't know before, yeah. you know. But you know, just I think a, a true zombie fan, a true horror fan, to me, will understand the difference between the uh, amount of money being spent for the, to make these films. I mean, it, it takes money to make a good film. It, it, you can have a good film spending three thousand dollars, and you can spend twenty thousand dollars on a film and suck. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's well, all in storyline, it's all in in, in in creativity. You know, obviously, you have to throw some comedy in a low budget film because you can't make it too serious because then it's going to look corny. So it's yeah. always best to throw a little comedy in there to 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 level out the the picture. You know, spoken like a filmmaker, sir. <laughs> I I hear that that comment more from filmmakers so uh, thank you you're welcome <laughs> I want to see your film well that's funny I believe- well I'll come out and say it right now a lot of people mm. don't know this but 
I am writing a short film for a zombie film. I've started it. I have some people that's going to look over it and change it over to script format, and then we're going to shoot it somewhere in the, in the south. So in the south, okay, not in Pennsylvania. No, well, oh, okay. no, because I want to. I have people that I know that can do it. I can, you know, that can work with me. It's just going to be like a like a twenty minute short film, but it's it's a zombie idea that I have that hasn't been seen before, and I'm not going to say because I don't want anybody else to steal my, you know, my thunder. But it's going to be interesting. I'm hoping that I can get it. I I I have no idea how to write a script just like you. So I'm just writing it down, and I'm letting somebody else break it in the script format for me. Yeah, but, hey, you're the idea guy, but hey, most of the time the idea is yeah. that, right? So there, I said it, <laughs> listeners. I said it. So. I know. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope somehow I can help. Well, you know, well, <laughs> see, here's the thing, Ben. What a lot of people don't understand is us reviewers. You know, you contacted me about watching this film for you. I said, no problem. Send it. Yeah. I love it. You know, and you are like a stepping stone for people because they see the, the story that you just told me and everybody else who's going to hear it. If you did it. Why can't somebody else try it? You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's the whole point of this. You know, people think that you have to have big bucks to make a movie. You really don't. I think independent horror and low, super low budget and low budget films have more quality to me than high end movies. And I'm going to stick by that and I'll say it to the day I die. There's more well, talent. You know, there is. Yeah. And you know, the multi million dollars, they're all. You know, and I said this in another interview. They're just wasting their time on remakes of crap, really. Right. You know, and I don't really want to bash anybody's film because, it, you know, just being a filmmaker, I know what it takes to do even low-budget films or, you know, I don't know, big, super huge budgets, but it's got to be easier. Just throw money at any problem. And I wish, I wish we could do that, but, you know. Right. It just sparks creativity when you can't. And uh, whether or not it works, well, shit, you know, that's... Well, see... uh, To be... Well, here's another aspect of it as well. You know, these top-dollar movies, they have top-dollar actors and actresses, okay? Now, now, right there's a big chunk, okay? And chances are these top-notch actors won't do what you want them to do because I don't want to get my fingernails dirty. Do you understand yeah, what I'm saying? I'm not saying they're all like that, but trust me, the acting in, in low budget. I mean, look, in, in this film, you told me that majority of these people are not actors, correct? Uh, most of them were friends or people who never acted and just responded to a Craigslist ad. Okay. But there are, are like, I want to say three of them that have acted before. One of them was Mark. The big guy with the beard in the film. I met him in Vegas, yeah. and he was in a bunch of short films with me. Mark von Z- uh, Mark von Sell. Mark von Sell, yes. He played Aaron. Uh, <laughs> how about <laughs> Christopher? Of... How about Christopher Bowman? Christopher Bowman is actually uh, truly coming up in the world. He's in a ton of commercials up here. Uh, he's on uh, well, Canada's version of MTV as Much Music. Okay. Um, I think if you have satellite down there, you can get it. But there's a show called Love Court. He plays a cop on it. But he just recently got hired as, uh, and he's on Harlequin romance novels. You know, he's the Fabio face up here. You know, the 
good-looking guy, whatever. But he's hilarious. He's got a ton of great, like, we had a ball shooting with him because he's a great impersonator. Like, his Christopher Walken is spot on. Oh, wow. And I thought I had a good one. And his blue man out of the water, you know. So <laughs> I, I never did it on the film. I'm like, I'll just let him do it. He is with Second City now. Uh, anybody who knows Second City mm-hmm. knows most of them go, well, not most of them, but some of them go on to SNL. Well, he's working on a cruise ship up in Alaska right now, the Norwegian Pearl. So, go on a cruise ship. Meet a, meet a future celebrity. Right. Or an, <laughs> current celebrity. <laughs> I don't know. He's doing really well. Um, the other one is Maya Koffold. Um, she's down in Toronto trying to act. She's done a bunch of things, but, you know, wants, wants to take off a little more. I don't know where Mark is. He's in Toledo, Ohio, and he's just kind of working on his his own zombie movie and doing his thing. I think he wants to stay more behind camera. Right. But yeah, um, the other ones were friends. Joellen Size grew up with me in Elliott Lake, Ontario. Her uh, older brother was my best friend kind of growing up when I was living there before I moved to Deep River. Right. That's it. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> my whole point of asking this question is because people who watch this film, you really can't tell. Because, I mean, t- you know... When you watch the film, it's just the the chemistry with the actors. I thought was great. I mean, you really couldn't. It all. I mean, if you understand what I'm trying to say, the movie was was good. I mean, it was just. I didn't see anything that would make me think what. I mean, it really wasn't. Well, thank you. You know, I mean, I thought it was well done. I mean, I've seen. Go ahead. Yeah, I was I was truly surprised with just how well they all worked together. Like, they met each other maybe two days, maybe a day and a half, even before we started shooting. And it was like the first night. Like, we were just drinking, partying together. Um, it was like we knew each other for 10, 15 years, you know, mm-hmm. like we were high school buddies. And some of us were. Robin Dwyer went to high school with me up here, so. And he's the first one to die in the movie, so. But it was it was really cool how we just all kind of just connected in my parents' backyard. Now Robin <laughs> Robin Dwyer he played Germ. Now he was the the um, the, the the wicked one, right? The, the the crazy one. The 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 stoner. Yes. Never went anywhere. Kind now of guy. Robin Dwyer to me he reminds me of another Canadian actor. He does? Yeah. I said, is that... Wait, I had to check the credits a minute there. There's an actor <laughs> by the name of Nathan Dashwood. He's in Vancouver. Nathan And he Dashwood. looks something like him and sounds to... What? Very similar. Very similar voice. I'm going to have to IMDB Nathan Dashwood. Yeah. <laughs> I interviewed him. He, he, he's a good dude. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll, I'll definitely check him out. I, 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 To be honest, I've never heard of him. Yeah, well, that's, that's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of actors out there that I only come across them because of movies that they were in, and that's how we get connected. You know, and just boom, 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 and you know. But anyways, I don't want to go off track. But um, now, do you want to give listeners an idea of where else it's going to be showing? Do you have any uh, dates? Well, it's actually out on DVD now. I'm, Is it? I'm, I'm going to be at the Erie Horror Convention or Horror Festival. 
uh, this year. I think that's going to be my first vendor outlet, but I've been traveling around just meeting people at uh, different horror conventions. And this is in Erie, Pennsylvania in late October. I'm uh, really not sure about any more festivals, like, but uh, I'm not against them at all. I just uh, We've been submitting to festivals for two years maybe now. Uh, starting with some of the bigger festivals and working our way down, but um, the festivals we were in, I, I had a ball, so I'm absolutely not, uh, you know, putting that on the back burner at all, you know. Right. I, I will submit to any horror fests. Uh, we're not in any upcoming festivals, really. We just be there as a vendor, mainly, uh, meeting people, just going around to all these horror conventions. I've been to the one. I was kind of hoping to meet you and see you at uh, the Monster Mania 19 in Cherry Hill. Hoping you'd come down there. Oh, you know what? I was going <laughs> to because Cherry Hill from my house is about Jersey to my house. Philly's 60 miles from me, so I'm thinking Cherry Hill's probably like maybe 90 miles. That's about like maybe like yeah. about an hour and 45 minutes. I would I will make that travel next year. <laughs> it was a pretty cool festival. I went to that one. And last week I went to the the Fan Expo in Toronto, and uh, I do like the smaller conventions. Not that Fan or not that Monster Mania was small by any means, but it was much smaller than what uh, Fan Expo. This is like Comic Con of of the North, right? Uh, in Toronto, and I wasn't as impressed. You know, um, more hands-on time with celebrities or just shooting the shit with horror, horror fans. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Mops Mania in, New Jer- in, in Cherry Hill, and I sp- I split my time between Deep River up here and Philadelphia, where my wife is from, really, um, a lot. So I'm just back and forth. It's like nine hours. I'm really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, it's available on Amazon.com.ca if you're Canadian. You know, they make that difference. Um, I got to get my website a little better and offering it there maybe through PayPal um, we're talking to a few distributors right now about uh, picking it up and selling it through other outlets up here near Deep River it's renting a lot um, in like mom and pop video stores it still exists Cool. they don't really exist too much down in the states uh, but here it's it's just the, uh, the demographic that know of Deep River and uh, we're really doing pretty well just you know, my best sales come sitting at the local bar here in Deep River. And <laughs> stack a few on the bar and just wait. Oh, it's out on Deep River. Uh, it's out on DVD. Cool. How much? I'm just selling them sitting at the at the bar. Like, wow. <laughs> hey. I don't need to buy a vendor table at these horror fests. I'll just sell them here. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no. Until everybody in town has a copy, and I think that's close. <laughs> But you know, I, I I posted a trailer on Facebook again, so people can yeah. can check it out again. But um, it's going to catch on. I mean, you might be getting contacted with people might want to contact you by getting some screeners or however you do it to to review it. So just be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Filmboy Ben at Gmail. I don't. I really don't care. You know, right. whatever. If you want to put that in. Now, do you have any any future product uh, projects that coming up <coughs> that you want to talk about? Uh, there is a project I've been working on for almost ten years now that I really want to do. It's called Mules. It's not a horror film. Um, it's a buddy road trip drug tr- 
transporter music movie. Mm. Um, I really would like to try and get names, not super huge names, but uh, I'm just in the very beginnings of trying to contact their agents. I like Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think he would be perfect in this. Um, I would really like Bruce Dern as like a mob boss kind of thing, like a, just a laid-back mob boss. Um, plus, I just always like Bruce Dern. I think he's awesome. So yep. I would <laughs> love to put him in something. And, uh, you know, maybe Chris Bowman from, uh, from Deep River in... Not that he's from Deep River, but from Deep River the Island, the film, as the other character, the the main lead in in Mules with Charlie Day. So that's really what I'm like shooting for as my next project. Don't know if I'll get it, but uh, that's what I'm uh, shooting for. And there's a ton of locals here up in Deep River asking when's the sequel or when's the prequel. And I really now knowing all the problems that we had shooting on Deep River the Island. I would like to incorporate those into more of a comedy zombie movie shot up here, you know. Taking the original idea of being a film crew shooting a zombie movie. Interesting. All, pretty much shooting Deep River the Island again, but on film, like a film crew shooting Deep River the Island mm-hmm. with all the stuff that happened, like sinking boats. I didn't go into that, but we sank my dad's boat, the main boat in the, in the movie. And then you see... Um, Andrew Nosek hit the uh, the little the boat he steals in the movie. He hits a rock near a beach and just totally messes up that boat too. But incorporating that into more of a, com- a comedy um, zombie movie, shooting <coughs> a zombie movie during a zombie apocalypse and having all the crap that helped happened on this movie in real life on that movie. So like it's just ruining our boat. Now what do we do? How the fuck do we get back to the island how do we how do we get out of here you know you just messed up the boat or it sank so we gotta we gotta swim or i don't know you know it's just inkling of an idea right now i'm game <laughs> cool we'll have you up we'll come to deep river party with some canadians yeah interesting <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal poutine is a can- canadian dish it's not to be confused with poutine well anyways Ben I do want to thank you for coming on Um, the listeners will get an idea of about Deep River the Island and um, you know I wish the best I think once it gets out there and people in the states I mean I think it's going to be pretty successful I mean the, the true zombie fans will appreciate you know, knowing that what they know now from hearing you say it, I think it's going to put a different perspective on the film. Thank you very much. Yep. I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say much more than that. Thank you. And I, I hope so. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully your nervousness is over with because uh, you know it's pretty yeah, it's time for another beer. But thank you. It was it was a really cool interview. Really? Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate it, and uh, keep in touch. Yes, absolutely. Let's have uh, cheesesteaks and yinglings next time I'm in Philly. There you go. Let me know. All right. Take care. Rusum Herzog, the voice of horror.